So we just had this idea because I think one of the um, key components to having a thriving and successful marriage is to have other married couples that you can hang out with, that you can do life with. Um, uh, I, I said the word community. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of a word that's just kind of been, uh, as we were saying in the church, resonating in my spirit. <laughs> um, this is 2019, just to build a community of people Mm -hmm. That can do life together. Mm -hmm. um, that you know, the Bible talks about bearing each other, each other's burdens, and, and uh, a lot of times in life we're just so isolated. I know yes. for me, I know I am. I'm, you know, I'm all about being at home by myself, and that's I'm cool with that. But that all gets the way God intended. So anyway, that's what this is all about. So uh, we're gonna just have an open and honest conversation about relationships, and hopefully you guys uh, can will something, someone to say something or ask something that would trigger some things for you uh, and even for us and every time I do these podcasts I grow yeah. you know, yes. so, so with that being said you guys know I'm Lynn Coleman and I have my lovely wife Tanya Coleman and uh, we're the host of Marriage Matters and so we'll start off here and then work our way around and so just introduce yourself tell us <coughs> about yourself and all that Awesome. So, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's kind of funny how this is 
nerve-wracking with the group of people that you're with. But uh, I'm Darius Charles, <laughs> um, married to the beautiful yeah. Monique Charles. And uh, it's also we celebrating, what, seven? Seven years. And nine more days. But um, yeah, so we are uh, leaders uh, within financial service industry with Primerica. Uh, we run a ministry, uh, a unity ministry, which is marriage. We do um, a lot of things within the community, which we are extremely proud of. And yeah, that's it. Indeed. Um, I'm Monique Charles, married to Darius Charles. Um, he pretty much just grouped um, our lives together. Um, on a side note, I make blankets. Uh, so you can find me on. My space, not my space. You can you can follow me on uh Facebook uh under Monique Willis slash Charles and hit me up if you want any handmade nuggets. I do want one I saw the great one. Yes, it is amazing what you learn about people, even though you think you know them. And don't look y'all met on MySpace, even though y'all from the top of Jennings. So y'all from Jennings, but y'all met on MySpace. Right. Wow. It's a long story, but you know. Anyway, um, my name is Erica Brown. Um, oh gosh, I don't even know where to start. But I've known Glenn, uh, Glenn and Tanya for forever. I could write a book about our lives together, community. Tanya is one of my best friends beyond my sister. Um, I'm married to Lee Brown. He is not here today because he is working, getting the bag, but doing what he does. Yes. But um, we've been married for, this will be our 12th year, which I totally thought was our 11th year, but 12th year of marriage coming up this year. Um, and I think um, I love being married, love being in community with him. We've built um, a very interesting life together and we have two beautiful children. Um, we've traveled the world together, done missions together, relocated our lives and back together. So very interesting dynamic yes so go ahead, go ahead. no i was gonna say so i know you guys said you're about to make seven mm -hmm. you all are about to make 12, 12. which is wow wow yesterday yeah we are about to make 19. why are you looking at me like that <laughs> that's right <laughs> i know this is 2020 just a check one <laughs> Best weddings I think I've attended. It was just oh, really awesome. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Make us cry. Wow. I feel like it. Let it, 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 it
Yeah, I'm trying, I'm, that's what I'm working on, man. I'm working on feeling my feelings. That's good, Glenn. I'm proud of you. Know, I, 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 I am. And uh, I know that we like to do this again, so yeah, I had to stop doing that too. I used yeah. to always do that. Yeah. So yes. I'm learning, I'm learning. I'm working on it. So. Yes. So um, I guess we, we just wanted to start off. One of the things that we, we wanted to talk about was um, attraction, mm-hmm. love, and life. And how those things interact, and you know, because I mean, you know, it all starts with attraction. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people, you can say whatever you want, but it's like, you know, oh, we were called to, all right, yeah, I understand that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was some attraction yes. you know, going on. So, um, is that my, I'm a, I'm you have a, all permission to say whatever you want. Okay, to say. I don't want to make sure I'm in the right vein. <laughs> so, so let's just you know talk about. It. I know uh, I'll just you know start you know as far as when Tanya and I first met, um, there was attraction. You know, uh, and I remember the first time I saw her, it was at Christian Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and she was in the choir stand, <laughs> and I said. And I didn't. I always have people say, "Well, did you know? You, did you know? You know, when you first saw it, we don't have that. That's not our testimony." Right. But when I saw her, I was like, and I literally, I said, "Hmm," because she didn't. I say she didn't fit the typical church girl. Right. Mold, and I was like, "Okay, this is different," you know. So I definitely was attracted to her. Um, and I often tell the story. I never tell that story. Don't say because that's not the truth. I think it is. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you first. Yeah, well, she was pursuing me. You know what I'm saying? That true story. That's always the truth. I heard this story. Like, I heard this story. Can I get your number? Then, yeah. I was like, you remember I was playing the argument? And you was like, can I get your number? No, she didn't do that. <laughs> 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 Uh, but that definitely was an attraction, I know, on my point. So, you know, what about you guys? I mean, how, you know. Crazy. Like I said, it's a long story. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I actually been knowing of Holy way before MySpace. Mm. I never thought anything of her, which I was the crazy person, obviously. Um, a very odd. Like we, 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 uh, we went to a youth encampment, a uh, Bible, a Baptist group, youth encampment, at Southern University. I remember going there. Youth encampment is a lot of folks. Yeah, uh, but uh, we were, we, her church went, Montreal Baptist, we were Union Baptist, we went. Saw each other, didn't think anything of each other. I never saw him. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I have, I have no recollection of Darius mm-hmm. until that MySpace conversation. <laughs> so, but I'm very observant, so that's why I saw you. But anyhow, um, so, but it, it, it happened, it was more of an attraction of personality mm-hmm. with her. And then I started to realize how beautiful she was and inside and out. All that, but it started literally on a phone, phone call, or a, a phone conversation. Well, I'm like, man, this girl is pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, funny, uh, literally mesh on the. Well, I think we stayed on the phone for a couple oh, hours, yeah. you know, a long time, and I kind of bullied her into being my girlfriend the first time we talked on the phone, <laughs> and literally been sitting there. <laughs> oh gosh. Um actually 
Lee and I met when we were probably nine or ten years old. So we've known each other literally our whole lives. No lie, I'm not making this up. He will co-sign this. So DM DM him if and ask him if this is true. But he said the first time he saw me, he was in love because he just saw. He thought I looked like a little Indian doll, which is kind of annoying. But um, he fell in love with me the first time he saw me. But when we talked to each other, he was like, "There is no way I would ever marry her because." We are both A-type personalities, and literally our entire childhood, he was my brother's best friend growing up. Um, we did not get along. Like, we did not get along at all. And it wasn't until Lee went off to college and I grew up and um, I was in college and Lee went to tech, and one day he called me out of the blue. He was, you know, really seeking God at this time, so was I, and he was just like, you know, what do you think about us getting married one day? And I was like, I haven't talked to this dude in like two years, <laughs> literally. And I was like, okay. He was like, I just feel like this is, you know, like a God thing. And we we're like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll see how it goes. And we've been together ever since. So, yes. So he fell in love with you at eight or nine? Nine or ten. Nine or ten. Mm -hmm. Which gives me a clue as to why. Could be, yes. <laughs> My son is a romantic. He is. He is. He's precious. So what, what about that? Uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Turn this to a little Go ahead. You can start it. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just go somewhere. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, as far as my hands, <laughs> um, I, I just, I don't know, what was I, maybe 12? Or 13, but uh, we're at a convention, the Kojic convention, and um, I was walking down the hallway and I just looked up. He was like standing in this little staircase thing, and we were at UL. And I looked up, and all I heard was, That's your husband. And then it just seemed like I blew that off. I don't know, it was weird, but. But afterwards, I was like, man, it's, it's nice looking. Right? <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I get him to be my boyfriend? Like, not even my your spirit. Nobody said yes. that to you. Nobody said to me. I heard my spirit. I was walking by myself, and I just looked at him, and I heard it, but it was almost like, I'm 12. I, I was trying to figure out how he could be my boyfriend. Um, and then, honestly, I it, like, in that, what's between that thing of like us being friends and that moment is kind of like a blur still. I don't know how we became friends, how we started talking, but like since that moment, I was just attract, attracted to him mm -hmm. from then on, so. Yeah, and, uh, I didn't want her. <laughs> um, so uh, maybe I was like 14, the verse that I heard God said was I was gonna marry a girl named Crystal with a cat. Well, by that time, we were friends. And so instead of me actually dating her and being a white hood, then I wasn't thinking about all that. I made her my best friend. I said, we'll be best as friends instead of becoming uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. So for literally, what, 10 years? 10, about 10 years, we never dated, we never even tried. I was doing my own thing. I pretty much didn't even know the fact of what God had told me years ago. Um, so I went on my own little journey. And it's pretty interesting because even though I was on that little journey, she actually gives me advice on my journey with other relationships. 
wow. at the same time as she has this whole concept in her, what our concept in this whole revelation in her head that I am her husband. Mm-hmm. So I was actually beating her down at the same time while she was building me up. Wow. Um, so it was it's an interesting story. So I, I didn't want her then, but hey, here I am. I, was, I guess after 10, 12 years, I finally was just like, you know, I'm done running. I was crying one day. I didn't tell that part, but I was crying one day. <laughs> I'm making this. The camera pulls everything out. No, I was just, I was just in my room, and I was just like, you know, you know, I was hurting other females by being with them more than them being without me. So I was actually not only hurting my crystal at the moments or times, I was actually hurting other people too because they were designed to create new somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I was prolonging their death <laughs> and so forth. So um so yeah, so here we go. I finally just told her what God told me years ago, changed everything and here we are. Man, that, that's so many, and I'm like, man, we can do a whole other show on just, you know, because for you, Crystal, I mean, how, how was that, um, knowing what you knew and seeing him, even though he, he knew, but he, and that's just us guys, that's what, you know, we, I was scared, I ain't gonna lie, but you know why I was scared, my thing was, what's the point, because at the time, my parents had just gotten divorced, and my parents were married for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I grew up, and there were, for me, there were no indicators. Because yes. they kept all of that, uh, and, you know, and so when it happened, it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I remember, I, I remember to this day, when my mom was at my dorm room that night, and she called me crying hysterically, and I'm like, whoa, what, what's, she couldn't talk, I'm like, what's going on? She's like, your dad's leaving me. I'm like, what? You know, you know, and so, so that's why I was, and I was like, what's the point of, right. you know, getting married? But you know, I had a little talk with Jesus. And I told him all about my children. And I But you know, how 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 did you how were you able to? Uh, what were you? What was your thought process in in that whole season? That was ten years. <laughs> oh Lord, I I tell you what popped in my head. You know, the heart monitor. Yeah. Yes. Because for a moment, I think like. Okay, I can just share my thoughts. It may not be in, in sequence, but um, it was it was kind of like I really like him, you know. And I I had this hope moment like he's gonna come around and one day he's gonna like me, you know. And I'm trying to make sure I have all my little things in order. Like I make sure I'm cool when he comes around. But then um, like there was moments where like when I got a little bit more mature in the Lord. Like, there was a moment where I actually thought that I was just emotionally soul-tied to him, and I was trying to rebuke him. Like, I'm just like, okay, this ain't working, and I thought I was going to be one of those females that he would go off and get married, I'm still thinking he going to be with me, and like, my life would just be revolved around one day, mm-hmm. you know, and I would have thoughts of like, okay, we're friends, but... If he was to get married, I have to make sure I have this. I'm your friend. I support you, even though I want to cry. You know, um, type of thing. So, would you have stood up at the wedding when they say it's anybody? The reason why she didn't have a, I think she said she wouldn't even get the red ball. I was trying, like I was trying to just like prepare myself just in case it wasn't. Mm. Or, and I also had thoughts like, well, okay. I might be with another girl right now, but 
if we're if I say I'm your bestest friend and I say that I love you, then I should support you. I shouldn't give you like you be talking to me about somebody and I'd be like, man, I sure would do that. <laughs> you know, like I shouldn't do that. Like if I really love you, I'm gonna set all that to the side and listen to your heart yeah. and I'm gonna pray. So mm -hmm. that's usually like what I would do, even though my emotions were up and down. I'm trying to figure out, am I crazy? Am I emotional? Is this ever gonna be, you know, something? And then I would just be like, okay, Lord. And I, I feel like the Lord would tell me most of the time, like, listen. Yeah, just hold tight. And pray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> listen and pray. And I'm like, okay. So that's really, that's, that's and you just, know, I think that's powerful because y'all are so young. You're such a young woman. And many young ladies do not know how to do that. You know, when they're when they have love or attraction for someone, you know, they don't know how to wait, how to just be their friend. Mm -hmm. And so it it had to be God. It had to be the Lord keeping you. Did you ever date anybody else? Or try to date uh, anybody? I did. Before you know uh, somebody else. I, I dated somebody else like maybe like no, not freshman year, but it was early in college. Um, and honestly, just be honest, I dated him because there was a person in the church that told me that God said to wow. that's the person. It was rough. Yeah. For a little yeah. while I kept and the reason I held on so long was because of, I trusted that person. And so I thought that was, okay, that's the word of the Lord. But uh, I felt like I was gonna be trapped if I stayed in that relationship. Like I was not gonna be able to be myself. And finally I was like, okay, I'm sorry, but this ain't gonna work. That's good. I actually kind of have a similar me and Lee have a similar story, but not exact, but he knew that we were supposed to get married. And I kind of had an inkling too, but we were so similar that I never saw it working. So I never entertained it. And he actually was in a full blown serious relationship with a girl. And when he knew that it was, he was pretty much doing what you said you did was like, I'm pretty much slowing down their purpose and their destiny. I need to let her go. And she did not handle it well. And, um, there, I, I dated a guy also too before Lee and I got together and it did not last because I knew I would not be able to be myself with this person and he had an image of me that wasn't the real me. He, you know, wanted me to be like some type of evangelist, holy roller and um, like if anybody knows me, I'm super ambitious and he didn't want that side of me. So I was like, say bro. It's not gonna work. <laughs> See, I knew like yeah. we came along. I think we had we had. I, I don't remember this, so that's okay. So I'm telling the story. Tell me, I don't know. Um, <laughs> a short conversation, and I remember like I'm with this this guy. Yes. And we had a just a small conversation. I remember him saying, I don't know what happened that night, but he was just like, "Did I make a mistake? Like, what? You know, am I supposed to be with you?" And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I gotta let him go. Because I knew, like, if, if he was to come up to me and say, Chris, I want to get you, I'd be like, give me five minutes. <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> we had to get going. Yeah, I'm not. I was like, probably, I 
yeah. was to say that, and, and that was a moment where I was like, you know what? Let's be real. And, you know, it's you can't just be with somebody while knowing that if he was to come up, you would just be like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, so. And they're married now, so Yes, he is married. For, and I think they are made for each other. It's perfect. I think you both said something, the same thing, really, that with these other individuals, you couldn't be, you knew that you couldn't be yourself. Yeah. And I don't think that there's anything. One of the major things in marriage is being able to be yourself, to right. be vulnerable, to be open, to, you know, Glenn knows the good, bad, and the ugly about me and my personality and all of those different things. And that's important yeah. in marriage. If you can't be yourself, yes. then what are we doing? You know, I have, because you have to wear so many different hats and roles outside of your union, you know? So when you come home to each other, when you're together, you should be able to be completely be yourself and yes. be comfortable in who you are. And I think at the same time, giving each other that, we always say grace to grow, you know, giving each other that grace to grow and and to change and to to evolve into everything that God has designed you to be, yes. you know? I think that's so important. And if you feel trapped in a marriage or in a relationship, and I hear it all the time, you know, where I want out, because I can't be myself, you know, and from believers and non-believers, you know, I just, I can't be myself around him. I can't, you know, I am this person and he won't accept this part of me or she doesn't accept this part of me. And, you know, in a marriage, that's not going to work for the right. long run. It's not going to work. Yeah, and, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, the Bible says that the two shall become one. Mm -hmm. I think so many times in marriage what happens is we lose the two. Yes. And we get so focused on the one. And, uh, you know, we want, like you were saying, Erica, we want this, we want our spouses to conform to our ideal. Mm -hmm. um, but what we need in our relationships or in our marriages is not a duplicate of myself. Absolutely. I, I, need, I need you to be, in order, for, in order for this union to be what it needs to be, you have to be what, who you we're called to be. Right. I have to be what I'm called to be, and together, and that's marriage. I think so many times we, we lose it, and I say this a lot of times. I'm not saying unfortunate, but I think a lot of times it happens for the woman. Yeah. A lot of times the woman is the one that's forced to, you know, we're yeah. this is what we do. This is what we do as a family, mm -hmm. and and you get lost, and and because I think you got to wear so many, now have a lot more hats than we do, yeah. you know with mom, you know, all the other, because, you know, the kids usually. Right, we're the, we're the caretakers and caregivers, yeah, and so right. they automatically come yeah. to mom. Yes. Know? So my point is, is that, you know, we can't allow our spouses to uh, lose who they are, uh, because it, it would be a detriment you know, to our union. So I'm uh, just kind of moving uh, a little bit further. Um, so. As far as attraction goes, you know, at what point do you think attraction becomes love? Hmm. I think uh, attraction is turning to love once you you come to a realization that um, you can't see yourself after anyone else. Um, mm -hmm. Like if, if like for me, like the thought of starting like okay, modern dating or whatever. Um, starting a whole new relationship with someone, learning them, and uh, being comfortable, you know, around them. It was like, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> you know, I want to stay and stick it out, you know, with 
you weren't with Jadarius. Um, so I think that's you know where, and then it's it's, it's accepting them um, for who they are. Yes. Um, you know, outside of just the physical attraction, you start falling in love with um, like their inner being. Yeah. And I think that's that's whenever the um, it, the switch comes, you know, mm-hmm. from attraction to. Yeah. And maybe I should ask, you you can jump in there, but I should ask. Maybe I should ask first. What's the difference between attraction? No. So I'm just throwing that out on the table. Oh wow, okay. Um, <laughs> so you're up there. Attraction and love. Um, like I mean, attraction obviously is, is lust, and then for the most part, it, it fades. Um, but it can go from one person to the next person to the next person to the next person. And love is just literally with that person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been in relationship. And uh, 14 since 2006, so 14 years. And uh, the way, like I said, I told y'all, man, I see my post today. Uh, I love this lady more than anybody. And I, literally, the way I feel about Monique, I would never feel about anyone else. Uh, but uh, lust or attraction, you can see somebody that's pretty, you show that you're pretty. Yeah. You know, but at the same token, it's not the same relationship. You know what I mean? That's what, that, that's what I always say about it. But, um, yeah, yeah. So lust, attraction phase, because we had this uh, uh, video once. Does physical attraction? Is physical attraction important? Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Monique to the point where, God forbid, that she got into a bad accident and our physical attraction just changed. Mm-hmm. I would still be here and I still love her. You see what I mean? So that's love, obviously. Yeah. Um, and because we are married here, the, the newly newlyweds. But we all have changed from the, the, the day we got yes. married yeah. to now. So. Yeah, the day we met. Right, right. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, I had hair. You know what I'm saying? I had hair. You know what I'm saying? I had hair. We didn't call it Afro, it was called Bob. Bob hair. Yeah, Bob yeah, man. Yeah, I'm Bob. So, and I think that's that's a testament right there, man. It's, it's small, but it's big at the same time. I mean, you go back to the day you met, how do you, how do you guys look to now? Mm-hmm. Do you still feel the same way? And, and the answer is yes, and you're in love. I mean, yeah. So I, I know that's kind of simple, but that's what I would say. And it's like, it's it's that, and I think y'all described it well, it's like an inner knowing yes. kind of thing, because when we were dating, like, I, how long have we been around each other? Like 25 years? Since I was a long 17? Time. Yeah. Long time. And you're 40 now? 41. 41, <laughs> yes. And so I remember we were dating, and we were at, I was still living at home, of course, with my mom. Uh, I didn't move out till we got married. That's a, you know, save me money. So I remember we had gotten into this little tiss, you know, because Glenn, Glenn had a lot of friends, you know, a lot of female friends. Yeah, a lot of those, and so. <laughs> so there was this one young lady that he was friends with. She had come to town to visit family, and so he and I were talking, dating. He says we were not dating. I said we were. You know, it was complicated. And so he takes her to the movies and and casually tells me like, you know, it's like no big deal. I was like, what? <laughs> so you know, I was like, really mad and upset and you know basically kind of, I don't know if I made you leave or you left or whatever 
But when he walked out the door, I heard that's your husband. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave. You threw that baby towel at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> not only her body, but it's also her personality, her mind, uh, you know, on all levels. Huh? Say keep talking. Not to their house. Now I'm going to be done with that. Ain't no more name. These are something like this. But, uh, so, I know that happens in marriage. Um, I know the attraction fades uh, for some people, and that's why I think it's so important that you have to build the, the love. You yeah. Have to, because in, even in those moments where, and I guess I'll go into the next piece of like, you know, because there's a difference between yes. loving someone and liking someone. And, you know, I will admit that there are some times where I may not like her. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so again, I don't know if you guys have experienced that yet. <laughs> But but the, 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 the key to it I think is is, is building a building a, a life or a, a relationship or a bond in such that 
even though we may have odds and we beefing right yes. now, that we know at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I love her and I want to be with her. Yes. And it gives you space and time to work through the, the hard time. And that's one of the things that Tanya and I really have been, you know, with Marriage Matters. Because anytime we're, we're talking to couples, and we do, we're actually doing pre-marital counseling with a couple now. And one of the things that we're telling them is, look, you're going to have an argument. And I know it doesn't seem like you are. You're not. But you are. You're going right. to have it. And I guess it's kind of like, for us, when we started, you know, because we, you know, we, we Christians and, you know, we're leaders in the church. Mm -hmm. You know, we're supposed to be simple and cordial to each other, you know. And, and but, so when it happens, it's like, holy crap, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, why do I agree with her? You know, yeah. what's wrong with me? Yes. You know, and it's not nothing wrong. It's nothing yeah. wrong. Right? You, you are your own person. Yes. Right? And so, my, my, I guess we can talk about this a little bit more, but if you know that going in, yes. and, and that's what, you know, it's like I said, you know, with my parents, I don't think I've ever seen them argue. Mm. I know they argued. Yeah. But I don't think, I can never honestly remember a time in my life where I saw them argue. So I didn't know how to, what, what do you do with that? What do you do when you don't, what do you do when you don't agree with your spouse? Yes. And you know, there there's a spectrum with this, right? There's, you know, police showing up. Yes. <laughs> And then there's not saying anything at all. And yes. Both of those extremes are, I think, are not correct. So we have to find that middle ground. Yeah. So, um, you know, somebody else say something. I, um, <laughs> I think in, um, dare I say, I think it's especially for people who um, are very heavy in the church, whether, you, you know, whatever. It's a very dangerous ideology when you get married and you're very indoctrinated into the idea of what Christian couples look like. Um, Lee and I even had to go through that as well because, you know, you think we love God, we serve in the church, we're over a young adult ministry, how can we be having conflict? But I think that what we have, one time Tanya told me this, I don't even know if me and Lee were married, but me, her, and another girlfriend of ours were walking at LCV's track. She probably doesn't remember this. We were just out there exercising. And she, we were just talking and she just said, um, your husband, your relationship with your husband is the closest thing to your relationship with your heavenly father. And I kind of took that on um, and tried to understand what that really meant. And for me, that means... Um, I disappoint the father sometimes. Um, I'm not always obedient or I'm not always responding to what he says. Um, and I kind of took that on just in marriage. I think taking away an ideology, but really like allowing Christ to be centered is the most important thing. And um, I think when it comes to liking or in loving, you use the perfect word, in a marriage, you're going to have a pendulum it you can be the most in love couple in the world you can love each other respect each other there is going to be something that's going to happen in your relationship because we all said none of us are the same from when we first met and you know when i met lee he was a young man and now we're in our late 30s and so you grow you evolve your ideas and outlooks on life 
change, maybe not on God, but maybe too on God. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, God don't really so much care about this like I thought he did. He actually cares about this. And so now your marriage evolves. Um, and then I had a conversation with a couple, because I know you said you don't want to go from not talking to the police showing up, but I had uh, a conversation with some, once a woman on a mission trip, and she said the pivotal change in her marriage was when the police showed up. And she was like, yeah, we we got we lost. Where are we? And they both had that same realization like we've gone too far. Right. We love each other. So something else is getting in the middle of that. And that's something that Lee and I revisit all the time because Lee will tell me, I was like, Lynn, I, I, I love you. I'm not I don't like you right now. And I tell him the same thing. I'm not I'm just being honest. And it's not all the time. But we you know, we have very strong personalities. And so but we always come back to the fact that we really love each other and we don't want to do life without each other take a, and that's the thing you have to decide do i want to do life with this person for me the most attractively thing lee can do is when he laughs from his soul like he is he thinks something is so funny and he just completely lets go of all control and he's just cracking up to me that is the most handsome most attractive thing he he can do and that attracts me to him yeah. you know so i think that's it because i've said a lot that was good yeah that was really good i think um getting to that place to where you realize that love is a decision you know so i will tell women often that i choose glenn every day yes just like i choose jesus every day i choose glenn every day and so we, I may not have liked what he said, what he did. He may, you know, have gotten on my nerves, what have you. But I love him, and I yes. choose him every day. Mm -hmm. And so we have to realize that every day is a choice. You yes. know, you will, you'll go out, and somebody pass by, and they're very attractive. But that's where that stops. That's where that stops. You know, because I've chosen. Yes. You know, I've made my choice, and this is who I do like. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the person that I am going to be with for until I leave the earth. Yes. You know, and I don't want to be with anyone else. I don't want to get to know anyone else. Yes. I just don't. You know, this is it. That's a, yeah, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> you yes. Know, it's kind of like, you know what you're saying? Uh, it we, is. So we got, we've got, we're 18 years into this, married in another three dating, a year and a half a day. So it's like, I have so much invested in this. It's like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't start this off. It's like, if you leave me, I don't think I'm ever getting married. Oh, me, yeah. <laughs> 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 don't make this thing okay? <laughs> okay. So okay. okay. So like, like not liking a person, is it, or like maybe your spouse, is it more like what they're doing? Right. Just not liking what they're doing. Right. It's the little knickknack right. exactly. stuff that after right. a while has worn you, like, then got on your nerves. Yeah. Yeah. So it may okay. be the behavior, yeah. you know, something that maybe you have addressed and, you know, it's just kind of innately, they just, that's the way they are. Mm -hmm. And so in those times or things, depending on how important it is, we both have to make some adjustments. Yes. You know? uh, and that's, that's so good. Both, first thing, what you said was, it's not, it's not the, the person, mm -hmm. it's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, is very important to yes. make a difference. Right. I always say, 
you, um, you're not the problem, your spouse is not the problem, right. the problem is the problem. That's good. And you need to, you and your spouse need to come together and figure out how to fix the problem right. and not try to fix each other. Right. Yes. So that, that's one thing and to, to know that, you know, it's, it's not. And the other thing is to understand, going back to we are different. I was listening to a podcast the day and Dr. I cannot remember her name, but she's a, a family, family therapist, whatever. But she said 69% of all conflicts in marriage cannot be resolved. Cannot be. Cannot. I was like, what? I know. I'm like, 69%. And she was like, yeah. She said, because you are, and that's what she said, because, and she used the example. She's like, you know, you may be, he may be introverted, you may be introverted. Gotcha. So, like, you want to go out to these parties and be social, and he just wants to stay at home. And and she was saying, there's no way that you can change that because that's who you are. So, what we have to do is find out how can we. Compromise or meet halfway on the, to say, okay, we're only going to do one party a week. Or, and she said, she's like, and I was like, man, I, that's kind of, she said, take two cards. You know, and when, <laughs> yeah. when, when, he, when he's ready, he can go and you're going to stay and, and, you know, and just find out, you know, where, where that balance yeah. is. But I, I really like this conversation because, like I said, I think a lot of couples, because they don't know going into this, in other words, when they don't know these things and they have a, Disagreement, they think it's over. It's like, yes. oh my God, we failed. Right. Right. But no, you haven't failed. Yeah. It's just, you just had a disagreement. Right. Yeah, so yeah. 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 And that's mm-hmm. where, that's to me, that's marriage. Mm-hmm. Marriage is yes. making the adjustments and making those choices every day mm-hmm. to say, you know what, I'm going to love this person. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So what she's saying, they can't be resolved in the sense of now you need to make adjustments, as you said, or like let it go. Right. She was saying, yeah. That, yeah, she was saying you can't, you're not going to make him an extrovert. Yes, totally. Right. You can't change. Because that's just not who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Core, that's not who he is. So you have to figure out another way. Yeah. And that, that's what she meant. Those problems cannot be solved. You can't change that person. So you have to, you have to. What was the word you used? Uh, Let it go. No, oh, resolution. Just, oh, adjust. adjust. I think yes. yeah. yeah, make those adjustments to yeah. say, this is how we're going to make this work yes. in, this, in this marriage. Because, you know, um, it, it, it's, it, and here's the other part of it for me, is that early on in our marriage, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. When, when I would have those moments where it's like, oh, you know, I wouldn't say anything. And I've said this before in the podcast, I thought in my mind, I thought I was keeping the peace. I just want to keep the peace. That was my, uh, I just, you know. And we both did. There was a, there actually there's a, a Cosby Show episode, uh, whenever, uh, uh, Elvin and, uh, and Sandra. Sandra. And Sandra was like always, you know, Elvin was trying to help her. And, and she was like, you know, I'm a woman, I can do it, you know, whatever. And uh, Bill Cosby was like, when she did that, you just got her. You know, just, <laughs> You know, yeah. and that was my approach to marriage. It was, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just, you do you, I'm not going to say anything. But what that did was, I, I said this, that even though I was trying to keep the peace, there really wasn't no peace. There was no peace in here. Mm-hmm. And then that affected the way I interacted with Tanya. And, you know, I'm, I, and I say this a lot, but I, I can be very passive aggressive. And I know how to, I'm, I'm an expert at deciding treatment. And then she'll say, you know, you know, this will ask the, the famous question, what's wrong, babe? 
And obviously, it's like, okay, I haven't talked to you in two days. Right. It's you know, like, I mean, when I say talk, I talk to her, but yeah, we yeah. didn't sit down we're and not, connect. Yeah, connecting, right? yeah. And, like, and she's like, well, what's going on? And, I'm like, and that was my way of dealing with it, but it's not, it was, I would say it wasn't fair to her because now I'm, she's being treated a certain way. And the, the kicker was, she didn't even know why I was treating her that way. Yeah. So if I could just voice, okay, here's what I'm dealing with. Right. She may do something about that. Yeah. You know, and 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 me halfway on it, but for me, and and again, I don't speak for all men, but you know, I know me as I know part of, I and mean, I know other men like me. We do have trouble sometimes saying, you know, this is expressing how we feel about certain. Things. I know for me, yeah, um, I think I, society has not given men in particular permission yes. to speak about your feelings to you know show that emotion and all of those things because it's always like man you know suck it up you're a boy yes you know, stop crying you got blood written on your legs yes. but stop crying you know right that kind of thing so we have to give our young man permission to be yes. emotionally yes. intelligent like understand your feelings put words to all those emotions yes. instead of you know doing the things that some guys will do when they're having when they're struggling yes. you know internally we yeah. have to give them give Permission. Yeah, you know. because there there is a quote or a meme or whatever, and it said that um, you can, and I'm probably misquoting this, but it was saying you can basically fi you can fix a child or a boy when he's young, but you can't. It's hard to fix a broken man, and I'm missing a pivotal word for that, but that's something that's very important to Lee and I because obviously we have a son, um, and emotional intelligence is very very important to us for him because he was born a romantic. I do not know where he got it from because he did not get it from me. And maybe he got it from his dad, <laughs> but he must have gotten it from his dad. But he, um, he feels, he's a feeler. Yeah. And sometimes I, especially now that he's getting older, he's 10 and I see he's turning into like a boy. And um, you know, we may have some point of conflict and I see him starting to bottle up those emotions and I'm like Manny you are free to speak accordingly but you are free to speak how you feel and he'll say well I don't care for how you said that or how it made me feel and I say okay well how did it make you feel and then he'll say well it made me feel less than or small or like you didn't consider me and then that gives him an opportunity to speak to me and then we're communicating, which I feel is a big thing with boys in particular that is not, you know, hasn't been super important in the past. Or just the knowledge um, in especially certain communities just hasn't been important. You know, it's be a man, be quiet, suck it up, blah, blah. Which we have a level of that too because we believe there's a time and a place to be strong, but there's also more importantly a time and a place to to have um some space to feel yeah yeah be true to, be true to yourself absolutely so i guess um i guess in wrapping this up you know we we're, we're man we 52 minutes in this is good I, I can talk about i can talk about this stuff all day you know yes and uh, we'll do this again we'll do this, definitely do this again uh but I just want you guys to go. To, I just want to go around and just you know, just from your heart, tell, give them, give the people something. How do you develop that? That love, and I, I'm calling it love, but I, I'm not using love as in you know, in, in, 
oh, I love you, or I've fallen in love, but develop that staying power. Yeah, right? that's good. I'll say that. Develop that staying power in your marriage, in your relationship, so that even when things happen or when things come up, um, even, you know, whatever happened, how do you, what do you do to develop that? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to give advice, examples, or whatever. Um, so how, how do you keep it after 12 years? How, how, do you, how do you keep it, keep it going? Keep it um, for me, I try to pay attention to what's most important to Lee in the moment. Like right now for him, the most important thing is listening in action. Like, hey, Lynn, we need to do A, B, C, D, F, G. For him, like me showing my commitment or like, is like getting on it right away. Um, and like Tanya said this, and we just, because we've experienced a lot in the time we've been married. And one thing that we have done is just make, made a commitment to choose each other every single day. Um, Kobe Bryant, I was watching something. I know everybody's talking about Kobe Bryant one right now. But he had said that in 2013, him and his wife had gotten in a tough place in their marriage. And he wanted her to know how much he loved and valued her. So he learned by ear, it took him one year to learn the song called Moonlight. No sheet music, he put headphones on. He said it took him a year to learn how to play this song on the piano. And he said he wanted her to show that he was in the long game with her. And that even though they had been together since they were 17 years old, that she wasn't old news to him. And that he wanted, Yes, we've hit a, a hard place, but I still want to sh- show your value. And I thought, wow, yeah. one year of learning, like grueling learning something to show this person how much they mean to you. And so for me, that's choosing that person, you know. So, yeah, choosing Lee every day, going through and just really listening. I think listening is a huge component in our relationship right now, giving him space to talk and being present. So that's good. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna agree with Erica on listening and paying attention. Um, I think that's really important. Um, I mean, with the two of us, um, just you know, like Darius' love language is um, like acts of certain acts of service, uh, yeah, gifts, um, gift giving. So like every now and then, I'll. You know, I'll pay attention to the things he likes. Like this morning, I earned his pants for him. Creasing everything. Creasing everything. Another morning, I, I made breakfast. Um, just, just doing things for him, showing him that um, you know I care. I, yes. I, I'm aware of you know things he likes and everything. Like this morning, he was telling me you know a couple of things that um, he liked that he made one for Valentine's Day or anniversary. But majority of them, I'm like, I already know this. So I didn't write anything down because I knew basically everything. But I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, listening, paying attention, um, and uh, being each other's best friends. Um, I really I really can't see myself like with anyone else, yeah. you know. I don't want to, you know, find time to, <laughs> you know, be with anyone else or become anyone else's, like, best friend, you know. Um, like and we share, we're, we're really open and honest uh, with each other. Um, like the ugly parts of each other, we find beautiful yeah. in each other. So it's you know it's all of that. That's an area. Like that. So I would say, man, the best thing is prioritizing each other. Um, like literally, 
we talk about date nights all the time and whatnot, how because over time as we agree, things are gonna change. Uh, lifestyles, I mean work, job, I mean just everything is going to change in a, in a sense. Uh, over a period of time, but if you prioritize each other and keep up with the growth of one another, let's say that. That's uh, because they say, for example, um, like I'm gonna just give y'all a quick example. When I came to Christ, I, for the like really company in early 2011, uh, my sister, who was my my rock in the whole process, she said the devil's gonna try to pull you away with so many different distractions or things that that's so close to you. And if some, some of y'all know or don't know music, and Monique was my everything. And uh, music, uh, it was a weird scenario when the devil tried to use that to bring me back in. But then also, not saying music as a devil, but y'all get what I'm saying, the type of music I was doing. But then I remember one time Monique had mentioned this to me. She said that um, she missed the old areas, the fun, the hanging out, the, the, you know, the, the stuff I used to do. But let's just say that was a five-year mark in our marriage, which it wasn't, but let's just say it was. And she was on pace uh, as far as communicating, dates, we just keeping up with one another. We, hey, you know what, today is our day, we gotta be with one another. And as guys that work a lot, that's very, that could be tough to slow down and to mark it off, like, hey, this is two, three hours, I'll be with you. Uh, this is two, three, like, um, this is the time, whereas, like, okay, and I'm doing a lot of rambling, but this year we committed that we are going to do more of growing our marriage. Now, of course, we want to give, but we also need to receive something. So we need to go to a conference of two or three. Things that need to start prioritizing and making time for each other uh, is one way to, uh, that you can actually have that long lasting love for one another. Keep growing, don't stop. Well, we all have been married for months. Now uh, <laughs> that you got the love yeah. still rolling, baby. The love yeah, still rolling. Um, yeah, I mean, just a couple of things. I mean, one thing for sure is something that we've, well, I've put and we talked about recently is we put each other first, everything else really, really don't matter at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I know we say, you know, I got to go to work, I put me go to Edward every morning, she goes to school every morning, and after the school, I'm at the school for a little bit longer for baseball, while she's going home and working on the shirts, by the time I get to the house, we head to church, right. so by the time we get to church, we see each other at 9 o'clock, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so I didn't left at 7 in the morning, the next time we actually get time to spend with each other, is 9 o'clock at night, so we've come to the realization that I can shut all that down at any time. Right? Yes. And I tell her that all the time. I say, look, I lose my job if it's messing us up. Mm -hmm. I'll stop a baseball practice for 30 minutes. I wouldn't practice at all just to spend time with you. So what we come to realize that at the end of the day that everything else really doesn't matter in the end, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really about how we, how we spend time with each other is more important. So the weekends are very important for us. Um, so that's how I look at it. I look at it as, as liking someone lasts for a moment, but love lasts forever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like on Facebook, you know, you may see a post and you go like and you just keep on scrolling. You may right. see a picture and you say like and you just keep on going, which means that picture becomes something that you like for a moment. Tomorrow that picture ain't going to be there. Yeah. So it's not like you're about to go back to that picture and say, oh, I like it. Now, if you go back to the picture and say you like it for the next five, six years, I mean, you fell in love with that picture. Right. I really love this picture. Sometimes she said things like, hey, man, I really loved going to Memphis, which means that she really had a moment. It wasn't just no, oh, I like Memphis. 
Yeah. Like, I really love them to the point that if we ever have to go back, we'll go back again. Yeah. You know, so it's it's something that I've learned over the years, and that's and that's just coming through through spending time with God before I got married. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it wasn't when God showed me what love was is what changed my view of how I see crystal as attraction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, God showed me love is patient, love is kind. We know the scripture, you know, and all those cool things show me that everything else is meaningless. Um, at the end of the day, Ecclesiastes, you know, talks about how so many things are meaningless. Mm-hmm. And whenever I got that revelation of like, wow, it really is, it really is meaningless, you know, to argue with her, to, to all the arguments. And then I think Tony Evans said the best. He said whenever his wife was on the deathbed, whenever she's on the way out, he said all the arguments started going in through his head and was like, God, dog, that was pointless. Yeah. He was like, oh, my God. Every argument started pointing. When she was telling him, hey, let me go, let me go. He says, I realized that everything that we ever argued about, what we didn't like for 20, 40 years, all those moments became meaningless in that one moment right there. And so when he said that, it struck some of us. It was like, yeah, we refused to let any of that affect us for the rest of our life. Absolutely. I know y'all, you know, people say we're going to have those moments, you know, I'm like, it's funny because I'm curious to even have an inside scoop of what that argument might be. Because <laughs> right now, it's like, four months in, you're like, yeah, you just enjoy where you are. Yeah, yeah. I really like wanting to the inside scoop just to see, I wonder what we argue about. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's not even, I don't know how to go about it, but also, it's not even a long time, it's not arguing, it's just, it's just, but when you don't know, when you don't have that mentality, like you said with Tony Evans, that one thing mm-hmm. yeah, coupled yeah. with this one little bitty thing, and that one little yeah. bitty thing, and that one little bitty thing, it's just like one day it just all comes yeah. to an yeah. yeah. end. Places, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily wrong. Right. It's just yes. different. Yes. And um, 
and that's okay. That's okay. And so it doesn't have to be like you have to go this way every time. You have to do this, you know. And so I'm just like that's just my prayer is that I that the Lord will help me or help us learn to adjust to one another as we like walk through life that we show each other grace and but that we're bold enough to like if there is a problem we're bold enough to come together and address the problem yeah. and not just be like oh you're trying to attach the problem to the person yeah. yes and so um that's all i had a prayer grace you know and just knowing his heart because sometimes uh how i might understand things or uh yeah how i might understand things may not be like how he's trying to say it mm -hmm. and so it's easy to like be like well, what do you mean by that you know or maybe get offended i don't know but you know that's another one of my prayers is that lord let me hear his heart let understanding be open in our communication so that we can you know move forward because i just know if you keep dwelling on those things it's like i don't do it this way because i you know if you do it like something so small can turn into like to, you know just want to give up but yeah those are good. That's awesome. so we just want to thank you guys so much for sitting down with us i like this and we're gonna do it again <laughs> so much fun. um before we go um i know some of you did it already but just tell tell everybody where you know what you got going what you're doing <coughs> how they can reach you follow you on all of the social media platforms or whatever so we'll go back this way so go ahead Chris. all right okay so again i am crystal piper you can find me on facebook under crystal piper that's k-r-y-s-t-l-e um and from there you could you'll be able to see like the store it's called truth and light um that's all tagged on my page and on instagram i'm crystal light no crystal underscore light um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'm Ryan Piper. Um, like I said, uh, owner of my family of Edible Arrangements. And uh, you can find us at Edible Arrangements. Today, Charles. <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, Valentine's Day is definitely two weeks. Yeah. 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 Hey, make sure you get out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so check us out at Edible Arrangements at 4110 Lake Street. Also, me and Crystal are getting ready to do a healing conference here in Lake Charles. Part is over conference that we usually do every year, but in August we're going to be doing the healing conference where we're, we're touching on uh, single marriage and divorce relationships all together on one night at the healing conference. So y'all should check that out too. We'll get you. And we're going to also have a date night with couples. Awesome. And, I, um, and we're praying for uh, the man's man and people to be there. Okay, cool. Uh, Darius Charles on Facebook. Darius Charles Ministry is IDMC Speaks, lowercase, all lowercase, I, letter I, DMC Speaks. Um, that's how you can find Unity Ministries. We are going to be speaking in D Town, D Ritter, uh, February 12th at uh, River of. Living Waters. Yeah, River of Living Waters. Pastor Y'all yeah, like, uh, come on and uh, if you are in the different area, you come on out. Uh, but that's how you can find our ministry as well through ideas. What's the six? February 12th. Okay. Oh, uh, so that two days before Valentine's Day. Uh, mm -hmm. You can know, over there. You can <laughs> 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 somebody over there, you know. So that'll be, um, that's the one way you can keep, keep in contact. 
Instagram is not as, I'm not on there as much, but it's D Charles PFS if you want to follow me on Instagram. I'm Monique Charles. Um, you can find me on Facebook, not MySpace. Monique Willis dash, dash, Charles, um, you know, hyphen, Charles. I guess uh, um, and my blankets. Um, if you want any handmade, hand-knitted blankets, um, just DM me. I'll get you. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, I am Erica Brown once again. My husband and I, um, we own a financial service business. So you can find me or him, Lee Brown, on Facebook. And I am Erica Brown on Facebook. I am also a writer. Um, my Instagram is Love on Instagram and that's where you can follow me. Very cool, cool. Well again, thanks you guys for, for joining us and having this conversation with us. Um, we're just so grateful to have people like you in our lives. Absolutely. And uh, you know Uh, something that we're going to be doing more often and uh, so we'll let you guys know and we're going to do a better job I'm going to do a better job of getting the word out and letting people know when we're doing these events so yes. that's all we have for you this week um, this is Glenn and Tanya and Coleman and everybody else saying your, your marriage, marriage matters, matters. Oh, we'll see you next week <laughs>